Welcome to The Art of Overcoming, where we explore strategies to overcome the barriers and challenges we face and discover how to move towards our dream in a sustainable and feel-good way. I'm your host, Victoria Teasdale, stress consultant and coach to frustrated but ambitious women around the globe. In this episode, I'll be covering what true self-care means and how to build a nourishing practice that helps you meet your needs and build a rock-solid foundation. Self-care is dead. Are you mad? What kind of statement is that? While I stand by my statement, I want to be clear that I don't mean self-care as a concept, rather the current understanding of self-care by the masses is dead. There seems to be this universal understanding that self-care is about having long bubble baths, wearing face masks and eating cookie dough ice cream while sobbing along to dramatic chick flicks. That can indeed be a part of it, but a truly effective self-care practice needs so much more. Self-care is about meeting our needs on all levels. It allows us to serve others, whatever that means to you, by creating a rock-solid foundation. If you're feeling like you're run ragged, like you have no time for yourself and like all the giving is one-sided, chances are your needs are not being met. And the hard truth of it is, there's only one person truly responsible for meeting your needs. Yes, that's you. Many of us feel another person needs to be granting us time for ourselves. Often we expect this to happen without us clearly communicating our needs to them. It's just not going to play out like you need it to. We need to make self-care a priority and advocating for yourself is the very first self-care act on the self-care ladder. You'll find that far from being denied your self-care time, People are very receptive, often relieved that you're taking time for yourself. The traditional idea of self-care, face pack, bubble bath, cucumber eyes, is self-indulgence. Now don't get me wrong, self-indulgence is indeed an important part of self-care. However, if you think of your needs as a pyramid, self-indulgence would be around the top. Practicing self-indulgence, whilst giving you a feeling of making time for yourself, doesn't do much for your long-term state of well-being. Real, effective self-care is less sexy, and it is not about once-a-week indulgence. It is primarily a daily practice, and it involves building some serious self-muscles. Self-advocacy is learning to recognise your needs and being able to communicate those needs to others in a way that doesn't leave you or the other person frustrated. Catching your needs early is essential here. If you spot early enough that you're feeling run down or have sensory overload or are in need of a rest, you can give your partner a heads up. They're better able to work with you at finding time if you say, Darling, I'm going to need your support in finding an hour for myself today, than if you present to them later in the day, barely able to function. This is not about asking for permission. 
you need to be absolutely clear that this is a need, not a want, and that it will be happening regardless. This is, however, about having a good level of communication as part of a healthy relationship. Explain to them that working something out together enables you both to avert disaster later on. This is because when needs go unmet, our ability to function suffers. Self-discipline sounds boring as, but in reality it's necessary. Our body, mind and spirit are finely tuned systems. What you put in affects what comes out and how smoothly they operate. Unfortunately, we like to feel good, and some things that make us feel good are actually harmful to us and cause the quality of the output, that is, energy, thought clarity, etc., to fall. If we persist in making these unwise choices, then our functioning is affected and we encounter disease. Part of self-care is accepting that long-term well-being is more important than short-term gain. We will never place a high enough importance on meeting our needs if we do not accept our value. As women, we tend to put other people's needs before our own due to our roles in life. We need to shift this view and acknowledge that in order to give our best, we have to be our best. And to be our best, we need to meet our own needs first. When you sit and really think about it, we are simply one being experiencing life in the universe. What kind of experience are we giving it? Moving on from this, once we realise we are just one person, our tendency to constantly give to others is thrown into perspective. Healthy boundaries suddenly become important. We recognise when someone is asking us to fulfil requests and needs that are, let's face it, ultimately their own responsibility, not ours. We recognise that we are taking on the emotional situations of others, ones that we are not personally involved in. Learning how to calmly say no and how to hold emotional boundaries is a skill that takes practice. The benefits, though, are far-reaching. Finally, we must learn to nourish our mind, body and soul batteries. Take the bubble bath. Read the book. Eat all the avocados. Filling up our batteries like this allows us to be better prepared for the difficult times in life. Just make sure that what you choose to fill one battery won't deplete another. After all, eating an entire tub of cookie dough ice cream may be good for the soul, but I doubt your body and mind will thank you. Life is a balance. Find the balance that suits you. If you can relate to my mission to empower women and you want to keep up to date with future episodes, you can sign up for notifications on my website at victoriateasdale.co.uk where you'll also find more information about self-discovery. Until next time, take good care.